Social Zoom Factor, episode 41. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are going to continue our discussion on mobile marketing. And I have to admit, this is something I am very passionate about. And so I am uber excited about this series that we're doing. And this is the second podcast in the series. The one right before this was episode 40. And basically in that episode, I talk about why you cannot ignore this modern customer, this modern connected social savvy customer that has their device within arm's reach 100% of the time. Think about that. They never put their device down. And that's 90% of people that own a smartphone have that device within arm's reach 100% of the time. So in that episode, I talk about a ton of statistics and just reasons and justification behind why you need to be looking at mobile marketing, and most importantly, why you need to be thinking mobile first as you are building, launching your integrated online marketing strategies for any business. Even if you are not online now, you obviously need to figure out if it's right for you to get online. Big chance that it is, my friends. And then once you are online, you have got to be figuring out how you are going to serve and connect and humanize your brand with this modern customer that is always connected. So today we are going to talk about some strategies and I'm going to give you 15 tips, unless I think of some more along the way, but 15 tips of how you can get started with your mobile marketing strategy. And these are basically 15 must have things for you to get started. And then what we'll be doing on future episodes as we will be digging into some of these in detail. A lot of these, I have already done some podcasts in detail, things around knowing your audience and that type of thing. So I will reference those other podcasts where appropriate throughout today's conversation. But let's go ahead and get started. So the first thing is just understanding that mobile marketing is not a quote unquote strategy. So you can't just say our plan for this year is to do mobile marketing. You know, that's very similar to what a lot of people were doing a few years ago and still are doing with social media. You know, it's to get social. And that's my goal is I want you, Pam, and your agency marketing nuts. I need you to help me get social. And we always take that conversation right back to business and right back to their audience. What is it you're wanting to achieve, right? What is your business about? What 
do you want to offer your audience? And why are you wanting to do social media? Why are you wanting to do mobile marketing? So getting mobile, getting social is not a strategy. Throwing a bunch of mobile tech at your broken website is not what we're looking to do. So I want to just make very clear that we are talking about a real strategy, a real plan. We are talking about something that is going to bring real results. And when you achieve real results and you're looking for real results and you're expecting real results and you have tangible real results at the end of the day, those don't come without a lot of work. It's kind of like anything in business and life. If it's going to taste good, if it's going to feel good, it comes with the cost, right? It's similar to even things that we eat. If something tastes really good, like chocolate and me, I'm a salt addict, so I love to eat salty things. I love Mexican food. If I eat a plate of enchiladas and a burrito from my favorite restaurant. I used to live in Colorado and there is no Mexican restaurants that are good here in Florida. I have honestly just given up, but there used to be this amazing restaurant in Colorado called Efrain's. And, you know, if I eat a huge plate of that green chili burrito there, a chili verde burrito and an enchilada and some salsa, I'm going to have a cost for that, all right? So, but the end benefit is worth it because it tasted so good and I can't get it anywhere else. And even when I went back to Colorado to visit a client a couple months ago, I actually ate there twice in a few days because I had missed it so bad. So usually the things in life and business that give you a good return on your investment, that give you something good, there's a cost for that. And so as we talk about this today, I just want you to know this is going to be work. And some of the things I'm going to talk about, you may have not even started. And with the economy where it is, we have seen a lot of businesses are really struggling. And it's almost as if even really smart marketing and business leaders have just forgot marketing and business 101. And I don't know what's really caused this. Some people know better, but they're falling to spam tactics or they just haven't had the right teams in place. And so they just are kind of desperate. And so they've been out there just struggling along, trying to make things work. And so that's what this podcast, this whole series is about. It's what our business is about. It's what I'm about in business. You can check out my blog at pammarketingnut.com and check out our agency site at themarketingnutswithaz.com. Everything that we do is about getting real and it's about helping you achieve real results. And so a lot of times people will say, well, it sounds like you guys are just making it complicated. You know, whenever we teach a seminar to a new audience, those people who say that to us oftentimes come back to us in a couple weeks, a couple months, uh, six months later and say, you know what? You were so right, Pam. I was going from class to class, workshop to workshop, seminar to seminar, looking for this fast cookie cutter solution where I could have some immediate fast results. And the truth is, if, if that's you, that's okay. If you're, if you're out there looking for the magic social carpet ride, the magic mobile carpet ride, you need to stop looking for that because you are not going to find it. And you need to just get real with your situation. You need to accept the fact if you have a broken website, accept the fact if you don't know what you're doing with social media, you don't know what you're doing with marketing, you don't know your audience, you've got to do these things. And that's why I talk about a lot of the same things in a lot of these podcasts, because at the end of the day, it really comes down to knowing your audience, setting goals, doing a lot of the things we're going to talk about today. 
So I just want to tell you, I'm not trying to just beat a dead horse and keep telling you these same things. I'm trying to help you have real success and real results because we want your business to be successful so that you don't have to work 24 hours a day. So when you Zoom your business, you Zoom your life, right? That's why we're called the social Zoom factor. So let's get Zooming, people. So the first thing that you need to do if you are wanting to launch and build your social media strategy is basically understand what mobile marketing is. What does it mean to be mobile friendly? What does it mean to be mobile responsive? And do not follow the pack with this. So do not follow people in your industry, people in your association, if you are part of an association, people within your niche or your competitors, build your own plan and make sure that you know mobile marketing, mobile friendly, having a mobile strategy is not about just fitting your current website, your current blog onto a mobile screen. What mobile marketing is, is the ability for you to connect and build technologies with your customers that are optimized for mobile devices, all right? And it includes a ton of things. There's mobile advertising, there's mobile communication, there's mobile apps, but it's basically connecting with consumers, business leaders, whoever it is you're wanting to connect with and build relationships with and connecting with them on the device that they are utilizing. So basically you are not designing an experience for a desktop computer or a laptop. You are designing an experience that also supports mobile devices and tablets and iPhones and Androids and the list goes on. And it's going to take you time to understand these things and understand what becoming mobile means to you, your business, and your customers. So you're just going to have to spend some time on coming up to speed on this from both a business, an audience perspective, a customer perspective, as well as a technology perspective. And over the next few episodes, we will be covering a lot of these details to help you with this. Second thing is you need to plan your work and work your plan, okay? Failing to plan is planning to fail, short and simple. If you don't plan, you are going to fail. So very similar to business, to marketing, to social media, you need to know what your goals are. You need to know what your objectives are. You need to know why are you doing this. You're going to need to plan content plan experience, build a technology infrastructure that's going to help you meet your goals and help your audience achieve their goals. Okay. So I encourage you to check out, we have a ton of resources within our podcast. We are at episode 41 right now is what you're listening to. So we have 40 other episodes that will help you building your social media and your marketing strategy and plan. So I encourage you to just dig in deep to all of our episodes. And make sure you listen to episode 14, which gives you eight steps for how to develop your social business strategy and plan. And then you can also download those tips and a template at socialzoomfactor.com slash social business plan. So definitely check that out. Next thing, this is number three, is you must know what is up with technology. So you need to develop your mobile strategy and your platform, leveraging the best technology that your budget can afford 
And when it comes to mobile marketing, this is one of those things you cannot skip on the technology because you are going to be investing a lot of time and resource into this infrastructure. And it's going to integrate into a lot of your other platforms that you have. It's all about integration. And so you need to make sure that you're investing in the right technology from day one. So don't just go read a couple blog posts that say, you know, here's the best app for this. And here's the best widget for this. Here's your website, you need to do your research and make sure that the long term strategy of what your goals and objectives are, that this technology platform that you're building is going to support them for both the short, the medium, and hopefully the long haul. But I encourage you to check out if you are looking to develop your blog, or your website, and you want to get that mobile responsive ASAP. And what mobile responsive means is basically that no matter what device the consumer, the user is on when they visit your site, that they are going to have an optimized experience, that the site is going to automatically optimize the view of that content based upon the device that they are using. So it's going, your site would look different if I'm on an iPhone versus a desktop computer or a laptop or a tablet or an an iPad, whatever it may be, an iPad mini. It is going to optimize that experience. The menus may look a little bit different. Uh, how content is even prioritized on the page, how blog posts show up, how you know different buttons and features are appearing. When you start with the right infrastructure and the right technology, and with a blog, for example, if you start with the right framework, a lot of that stuff is built in. So I encourage you to check out the Studio Press framework. It is a framework that we use with a lot of our clients, particularly when they have a lower budget, and then we will customize it from there. I will include a link directly to that resource, as well as a couple others at the bottom of the show notes for this page at socialzoomfactor.com episode 41. And you can also check out our resources page, which links to a lot of the other tools that we utilize and we recommend at socialzoomfactor.com slash resources. So check that out. But remember, as you are understanding the technology you're going to utilize and you are selecting this, just remember, you are not looking for a Band-Aid. This is not about building a Band-Aid to stick onto your business that's going to help the broken areas of your business, all right? And just like social, mobile will actually probably highlight broken areas that you have. It actually will bring them out more and possibly even cause you more problems if you don't implement this the right way from the start. Next tip is number four, and this is about eliminating silos. So I want you to think about integration and getting rid of all the silos, okay? We want to make sure that we have a home base. The last thing you want to do is just add more disparate systems and locations and channels on the web that are not connected together. So if you already have some disconnected silos, here's an opportunity for you to start to integrate them, bring them together, maybe consolidate a few of them. You don't need to have 20 different silos with none of them providing you any value and return on that investment. Okay, you need to be thinking about integration and how can you consolidate and really optimize and make these things work together. And you need to make sure that that home base is a place where you can bring people back to. Because you don't want to put all of your social and mobile eggs into a basket that you do not own and that you do not have control over. 
And that home base is where you're going to be able to capture things like email addresses and personal and professional data about your audience and your subscribers. And so you want to make sure that you have control over some of those things. Also for risk management, so you can make sure that you are managing the privacy with that data, as well as just making sure you're optimizing that experience and that you are building your business to sustain itself, not depending on all these other social networks that you do not own. Very risky. Next thing, number five, is to make sure that you embrace and truly harness the power of social media. I encourage you to start by checking out our episode 38, Social Media in a Nutshell, as well as all of the other resources that I provided for you in our episodes to date. But just make sure that you are tapping into the power of social media and that you are not just throwing this mobile strategy together because social media is not just about throwing your social buttons up on a mobile website. Okay, or throwing your social buttons into a mobile app. You really need to figure out how can you leverage social media and the right platforms to help you connect with your audience. Because your goal with social media is to figure out where your audience is hanging out and then learn how you can have the most relevant conversation with them possible. And then you want to be able to bring them back to your home base, which is why this integrated technology and platform is so very important. So you can convert that customer to a loyal brand advocate, a paying customer, a member of your community, whatever those goals may be. And I encourage you to also check out episode 35, which I talk specifically about launch strategies for startups, entrepreneurs, uh, mobile app companies, as well as even for uh, marketing and business leaders working in larger corporations. Basically, if you're taking any product or service to market, it is a great episode to listen to for some do's and don'ts with social as well as influencer marketing strategies strategies, what to do and not do. Next thing, number six, know your audience. All right. And I know I talk about this all the time, but I cannot stress it enough. And the reason I talk about it all the time is every single client we work with, every time I go and I speak and I train and I do workshops, our clients never know their audience. They don't know their segmentation. They don't know who they're targeting. They don't know their prioritized industries and niches. You must get in the head of your audience because social is about a one-to-one conversation. It is not just about blasting noise. And particularly with mobile marketing, you got to think about this. This is a human being who is viewing your content via their personal mobile device most of the time. Most of the time it's personal. It could be a company owned device, but still that device is very personal to them, right? It's connecting personally to Facebook, likely connecting to Twitter, connecting to their email. So it is a human to human person to person connection. And so I encourage you to check out some of the past episodes we have done on this about knowing your audience, as well as download our audience analysis worksheet at socialzoomfactor.com slash audience. And that will help you prioritize the needs of your audience and prioritize those segments and help you figure out how you are going to best serve them to help your audience meet their goals. And then you meet your goals as a default. But you need to understand what it is they want and need from you. And what is that experience they want from you? What are they expecting from you? What do they want you to do and not do for and with them? And this leads us perfectly into number seven, which is making sure that you were designing the best possible user experience that you can. Okay, you have about 10 seconds when somebody visits 
your mobile site, whatever that may be, for them to make a decision as to whether they are going to stick around. And it's not about all these customers who came to your site and went away. I always use the phishing analogy, and I talked about this in the most recent podcast as well, but I'll say it again. It's, it's a fishing analogy. And you think about when people, and you know, my husband fishes all the time, my partner in business in life, Josh Nut, And it's not about the fish that he almost caught and he didn't get a picture of to prove it, you know, if it's 10 feet long. It's about the ones you actually catch, right? And I know it's fun to have the stories about the ones you almost caught. But in business, who cares about all the people that come to visit our website or all the people that download our app and only use it one time? Did you know that 99% of people that download apps only use that app one time? And think how much money has went in to brands developing those apps, okay? That's a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Everybody is designing mobile apps, but 99% of them are using them one time, okay? So do not just focus on the app. You need to focus on the user experience. And I know I get a little excited about this topic, but you have got to focus on that user experience because building an app is oftentimes what people do as a Band-Aid, okay? So our entire site is broken, Pam. I know it. Nothing works. Our links are broken. You know, our Twitter buttons link out to twitter.com instead of, you know, the real Twitter handle for our site. But we have spent the last six months working on a mobile app. Hello? pound fail. That is not what you want to be doing. Okay. If your website is broken, fix it because your goal is for that you to be able to eventually bring them back to home base, unless your app is doing a specific thing that you want to keep them in that app. But the majority of businesses that are developing apps are doing it as a bandaid and they really have a goal. When you start talking about their goals, they want to get them back to their home base, but yet their home base is broken. Okay, I can't even find the front door. And when I walk in the front door, nobody's talking to me. There's nothing good to eat. There's no food around. There's no good conversation. It's a black hole of nothing. So why on earth would you want to develop an app, okay, that leads me to a website or a blog that has nothing to offer me? Because you've already enticed me with your app. If you get me to install it, I'm a mobile customer. So there I'm already identified as a mobile customer. When I go to your website, when I go to your blog and it doesn't work on my mobile device, there is a huge disconnect in my mind, okay? And this isn't just for me, the CEO and founder that owns a marketing agency. This is for the common connected and what's becoming the modern connected customer. This is how the world is becoming. They are becoming much more connected. And so you need to understand that. Even though you may not know how to build a mobile site at this time, your customer, your target customer, absolutely knows whether your website works or not on their device. Okay, so you need to make sure you know your audience and that you are designing the best possible experience that you can for them. All right, got it. We'll move on now. Number eight is that you need to understand their search intent versus direct traffic. So there's kind of two things in this point. So you need to understand, number one, if they are searching for your content or something that led them to your site via Google or wherever it may be, okay, whatever search engine they're using, whether that be Facebook, whether that be Twitter, what was their intent of that search? 
You need to know that and what led them to that page. And so each page becomes very important within your mobile friendly site, your mobile responsive site is making sure you're designing that user experience. And that search traffic is likely going to be different than direct traffic that may be going to your front page or to other pages. So think about it. On this podcast, a lot of times on different episodes, I talk about different resources that are available to you. Okay, so you likely are listening to this in your car. We've had people that have told us they listen to it on the bus or on the train during their commute, you know, doing dishes. We hear that a lot or whatever it may be at the soccer fields. And so chances are a lot of our audience is on a mobile device, right? Because that's the whole value of podcasting and learning and listening to podcasts is it's take it anywhere. I don't have to be attached to a desktop. I don't have to have my screen in front of me to be watching it. I can be listening to it on speaker or even with wireless headset. I use that even when I'm doing dishes, even if my family's watching TV, I have my little wireless headphones on and I'm listening to a podcast that I learn from. And so if, if I'm giving you a resource and you're listening to this podcast on your mobile device, aren't you expecting that you can access that resource properly and easily via your mobile device, right? So when you go to any of these pages that I tell you to go to, that conversion form for you to download, like the, the audience analysis worksheet that I talked about, that page is optimized for mobile. So yes, it will absolutely work via desktop, via laptop, but however, it's going to work also very well via a mobile device. So you just need to make sure you know the intent of what people are looking for and that you're providing that right experience and don't forget the local content and and know if it is a local search that they are doing to come into your business. You want to make sure if your primary reason people are coming to your website or your blog is to find out where you're located don't make me click three, five times to find your address, okay, or a phone number that I can call you to make reservations. And I can't tell you how many times this happens to us locally. And we live in Orlando where we're trying to just make reservations at a restaurant or look up their menu or find out where the closest one is and what's up with the restaurant, you know, that night or the store, wherever we're going. And it's so hard to get to the information. A lot of times we just say, you know what, forget it. I'm going to go to the one that I know is right over here. I know they're open, um, whatever case that may be, because Google Maps doesn't solve the problem as to knowing if a restaurant is open or not. Right. And just the other night, my husband and I went out on a date night during the week. Yes, it was a miracle. And we went to go to Bonefish. Right. And we were driving over there and I went to pull up the website and then I had problems getting to it. And then we drove all the way to Bonefish and found out they were having some construction or water problems. And so they were closed until after this weekend. So we were quite bummed. Longhorn got our business because they were next door. But anyway, so just make sure you know what people are looking for, what their intent is and why they're coming to that mobile site that you have. Next one, number nine, is to know what the mobile conversion points are. So where are you wanting to convert that visitor to a uh, opt-in person to your email um, email list, for example? Uh, what are you wanting them to do? Do you want them to fill out a contact form to contact you for a lead? Do you want them to purchase something? Do you want to just engage them and have them come join your social communities or maybe you have a gaming app that you're wanting them to do 
um, and engage with, or maybe you are just wanting them to download your mobile app. Make sure that you know what those conversion points are and that you are optimizing those landing pages to convert, okay? And we have really focused on this in our business since January. We always did. But since January, we've really taken a focused effort on conversion optimization. And, you know, we, it's practicing what you preach. And a lot of times you do these things for your clients and then you let your slide for a little bit. So we said, let's really get focused on conversion. And man, since we have done that in January, all of our opt-in forms now, every single form that we have, we are converting at a rate at over 50%. Most of them are about 50 up to 83, 84% we're getting on conversions for every person that lands on those pages. And that's both desktop and all sorts of mobile devices. So that's why you really got to know your customer and know where you want them to convert and then just focus on those. And if you have a ton of conversion forms out there now, you need to go look at what is converting and what is not converting. And you need to make sure you're digging into those analytics and understanding Where do you have opportunities to optimize? If you're getting a ton of search traffic, for example, to one page and they're bouncing out, you know, is there a reason they're bouncing out? Are they getting what they need at that page? Are they getting your address, getting your phone number if it's a local search? Or are they looking for something and they can't find it? Is your site too slow to load so they just go away and go somewhere else? Um, Are you just losing them before you get a chance to say hello? And is there an opportunity if you optimize that page because it already has traffic for you to get higher conversions? And then on the flip side, if you have other pages that are not converting and you have a conversion form, whether you're not getting enough traffic there or whether you are getting traffic and you're not converting, you need to really be looking at those pages because if you've taken the time to build a conversion page, a landing page, and it's not converting, If it's broken, fix it. All right. So let's move on. All right. So next one is number 10. And this is about making sure that you have a content marketing strategy. And I encourage you to check out episode 30, which talks specifically about creating your own content marketing plan. So I would definitely check that out. It has a ton of tips for you and how to develop your strategy and plan and things that you need to be thinking about. You'll want to make sure that you create an editorial content calendar. And we have a template that you can download at socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar. So go check that out. But you want to plan your content and you want to make sure that your content is connecting with the mobile customer and that they're able to quickly, you know, understand and digest that information. And if they are seeking localized content for a local search, make sure that you're serving their needs. You know, don't just serve the the national audience. If you're really wanting to get people into your store, make sure that your your content is serving that local customer. All right. And this leads us into number 11, which is make sure you're leveraging video and audio marketing because that is a form of content. Okay. Basically, any type of content that is about a conversation, that can educate, that can inspire and engage our audiences as content. So you can leverage video to talk about your location, to talk about your 
online business, whatever it is, and your audio, leverage podcasting, leverage short audio blips that you can use, but ensure that you have correct uh, technology and widgets that are going to play on mobile devices, right? You don't want them to time out. Make sure if you're developing a podcast that you are doing that right. If you don't know how to do it, we can help you do that. And we spent a lot of time educating ourselves on exactly how to do this podcast. It did not happen overnight as easy as we may make it look. It took us a lot of time to learn how to do this effectively and to provide value for our audience leveraging podcasting. But if you are leveraging audio or video, there are so many tools that you can leverage out there uh, to help you test what that experience is like on a mobile device. Okay. So whatever content you may be providing, just make sure that that can be viewed and listened to appropriately on a mobile device and make sure that you are harnessing the power of all these things we've talked about today, which is social and, you know, the right technology infrastructure and content and the best new media that you can use. So video and different types of types of audio marketing. And there's even some webinar platforms out there that you can leverage that can easily be viewed on a mobile device. You know, Google Hangouts, you can watch on a mobile device. So just make sure you're leveraging the best of the best with those things. And then 12 is you need to be thinking about who owns the data. And so I mentioned this a little bit a a few minutes ago, but make sure that you have a privacy policy. All right. And, And if there is technology that you are utilizing as part of your infrastructure, make sure that those tech providers you work with are letting you own that data because you want to make sure that you are protecting yourself and your users' privacy. So I I can't stress that enough how important that is. And I've seen a lot of businesses get in trouble and they come to us for help to help bail them out when they run into privacy issues or they've spent, you know, a year and a half doing marketing and they decide to pull the plug on a tech vendor and they have lost a ton of data because they didn't separate from that uh, provider in the right way. So make sure you uh, research this, get an attorney to take a look at it if you need to, but you don't want to skip this part. Next thing is number 13, make sure that you are leveraging location-based marketing as well as advertising. And I group these together because you can do a lot of local marketing for free and a lot of paid marketing uh, advertising with some different location-based apps and programs. So make sure you're tapping into those. You know, there's the Foursquare Swarm app. There's just a ton of apps out there. Make sure that you have a presence in all these apps where people are checking in and talking about you. You know, there's all the different rating apps, whether you're hotel or TripAdvisor and Yelp and, you know, the list goes on, Urban Spoon and whatever your niche may be. Just make sure you're tapping into all of the power of these review sites and that you know what's being said about you. So you need to make sure that you are doing social listening at both the local and the national level and that you are uh, listening to what's being said about you and that you are becoming part of that conversation, okay, and that you are contributing value to that conversation and that you're learning from the things that are being said to and about you. In episode 40, I shared 
quite a few stats about mobile advertising. And if you're looking to learn more about what's really happening and what some of those numbers are, I encourage you to check that out. Next is number 14. And this is about reporting, analysis, and metrics. Bottom line, you can't optimize what you don't understand. Okay, so you want to make sure that you are implementing the right tools and technologies so that you can track and measure your campaigns. You want to make sure you have proper attribution to where your results are coming from. As you launch campaigns utilizing mobile, you can't skip the campaign tracking and attribution step. You must put in the time to do this. And I can't stress enough how important this is. So just make sure that you are measuring so that you can tweak, rinse, and repeat. And you want to always be optimizing those results. And we are data junkies here around Marketing Nuts, our agency, and we love the data. So I encourage you to just get comfortable with the data, you know, and if you are completely uncomfortable analyzing and finding and digging into data, then you need to find somebody that can help you with that. And even if it's the short term, you outsource it to an agency or a consultant that can help you set up some proper reporting, set up the proper measurement. Uh, You need to do that so you can measure your results. And a lot of times when new clients come to us and they may not feel comfortable with the data, we can help them set up an infrastructure so that they can then better measure moving forward and better optimize. And then we're able to just let them go, let them run, but then they have this system that's working for them. And oftentimes, even though they come to us a little bit afraid of the data, by the time they leave and, you know, we were through that process, they love it, you know, and then they usually want to stick around and have us help them with other things. But setting up an infrastructure that is focused on measurement and results doesn't just happen by itself. You have to make sure that you have this right mindset that you are willing to look beneath the covers. You want to take the skeletons out of the closet and figure out what's really happening in your environment today and where do you want it to go. If your website's broken, you know, covering your eyes and saying, I see here or speak no evil about my website is not going to help you improve that. You got to get real with where you are. Number 15, this is our last one. And this is about humanizing your brand. So you must humanize it, right? You have got to figure out how you are going to connect with your audience and how you are going to connect with them in a real human way. And I encourage you to check out episode five. It's only six minutes long, all right? It's brand humanization in a nutshell. And it will give you a great overview of what we mean by brand humanization. I also encourage you to check out episode 16, which talks about the difference between social media authenticity versus transparency. So I encourage you to check that out. And you could subscribe to our series on brand humanization at socialzoomfactor.com slash talk human to me. But everything we've talked about today, we provide tons of resources and white papers and worksheets and information on all of our websites. So you can go to the socialzoomfactor.com. You can go to my personal blog at pammarketingnut.com. 
and of course, our agency site at themarketingnets.com. But I encourage you to also come join us on our tweet chats on Tuesday night. And that is Get Real Chat. And we meet every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And we have an amazing community filled with hundreds of marketers that join every week. And we talk for an hour on Twitter about all of these types of topics. And we will be covering mobile marketing soon over the next few weeks. So I encourage you to check that out. And you can go to getrealchat.com to learn more. And we are also launching some courses very soon. And you can go to socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom My Tweets. And we will be launching some Twitter classes, branding classes, and several more that we have in the bag. So we would love to have you in our courses if you are interested. And uh, I just thank you so much for your time today. And I know that your schedule and your time is valuable. And I'm honored that you take time out of your busy day and your busy week to hang out with me. I wish you the most success this week. And I hope that you just have a blast zooming your life and zooming your business. That's a wrap. If you're ready to zoom your business and zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.